I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm Ishi Man. I'm Dylan with my co-host and best friend in the whole wide world, Lonnie. How are you going today, Lonnie? I'm doing pretty well, Dylan, especially after hearing I'm your best friend. Take that, Will. Jerry. Uh, you're all my all my best friends. Equal. Give me this. Come you on. can have more than one best friend, mate. Come, Come on. on. Best means most, so. Ah. <laughs> uh. Fine, don't, don't accept my explanation. Run off in your own little fantasy <laughs> world. That's fine. That's, that's all good. It's all good. Well, why don't you tell everyone what the show's about, mate? Dylan, this show, you and me, we take each other on a journey through life, pop culture, and everything in between. And today, boy, I've had some homework. And I feel, <laughs> I feel good about it. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, We're saving it for the pod. We've been on and off discussing a little bit over the week. <laughs> but today, as you've all seen with the title of the episode, we are looking at the television special series, Breaking the Magician's Code, Magic's Biggest Secrets, finally revealed, Bonnie. Finally. Been, After all this time. It's about time, isn't it? I loved this show as a kid. <laughs> I really did. I used to watch it uh, on and off there. It's just kind of just showed up on television some days. Just popped up out of nowhere. And if I caught it, I was happy to see it. It was like magic, Lonnie. It disappears and appears without any rhyme or reason. Now, off pod, I've been a bit coy, haven't I, Dylan, about this show? You have. Haven't really revealed anything. (laughs) No, but now you finally will reveal the biggest secret you have. Here's the thing, Which Dylan. is you were the masked magician all along, <laughs> weren't you? Wouldn't that be a surprise? No. <laughs> Here's my secret, Dylan. I'm exactly the same. I love this show as a kid. Yes. I really wish I'd thought of this as an episode before you. <laughs> <laughs> and exactly what you described happened. It just appeared sometimes on a Saturday night at 6.30 on Channel 10 or whatever. And if you caught it, you caught it. And you were riveted. You were sitting there. The, the biggest secrets in the magic world were being revealed to you and you're like five or six and your mind's blown. Well, not only this, so you get to see the tricks like performed normally. Mm-hmm. So you get to have your mind blown once and then you get to have your mind blown again straight away because you get to see how it's done. Exactly it's amazing. Right. It felt so dangerous watching this as a kid. Did you feel yes. dangerous? Oh, just I said to you, it's got such a vibe, doesn't it? It really does. Like it's just like it's dark, it's grungy, <laughs> it's it it's like filmed in this dilapidated warehouse where it's like smoky. 
Yeah, you, and you, the score—the score is just like out of a horror. It's, it's really eerie. It's very scandalous. It feels like the, the police will turn up any minute and take them all away yes. and take you away for watching. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like almost dangerous to know these secrets. It felt like, and they—they they do. They play up to it. And watching it back now as an yes. adult, like I can see the artifices. I can see how they're constructing it. But as a kid, you just eat it up. <laughs> I think I think when I first watched it, I was probably like a little bit too young to really get it. So I would have been five or six or something. So it felt really mm. taboo to me. It felt very transgressive mm. and like you're being told the secret truth about the universe. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and not to mention like the get up he's wearing. It's so kind of scary, but also like enthralling at the same time. His mask, you know. The mask, yeah, it's like this weird, like little squid design, but the tiger is sleek and very cool. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just it's cool. It's cool. I know that. And like the fact they keep mentioning, they mention it up top that he's risking his career to do this, and they're like, we don't even know why he's doing this, but we we got to film it because we have to because this is secrets being revealed. <laughs> We're doing you a service. Yeah, we can't pass can't pass this up. <laughs> And then they sort of mention it like offhandedly in the narration throughout. It's like, oh, and by the way, he's he's gonna be blackballed for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's ever found out, he, he won't be a magician anymore. Yeah, they're gonna exercise him from the community. <laughs> Basically, um, the other thing I thought about. I, I know you've got points too. I'm sorry, I'm maybe taking over here. But um, ah, you're right. I love it. The narration in those first episodes, especially. <laughs> I watched one of the later episodes. Gets a bit. Out of hand, sure. But let's we'll first... get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> the first ones, the narration is like really weird. Like it's really like relaxed. He's a bit sarcastic, and he's just like he's a mate talking you through it, like kind of methodically. It's not like mm. big booming. And now the magician does this. It's like, oh yeah, look at that. He pulls the the, the curtain away, and there there's a hidden panel. Get it. Yeah, it's kind of like he doesn't care, kind yeah. of. But he's also he's also like really invested and worried that this secret's going to get it. It's 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 a strange fucking tone. It really is. <laughs> it almost like it shouldn't work, but it actually makes it even better. Just these little pithy comments, yeah. you know. Um, and there's one bit in particular in that I think it was in that first episode where he talks about it's like just so you know, uh, these aren't his real assistants, so you won't be able to identify him through magician through them oh. and i'm as a kid i'm like oh, damn you're right i can't look at the, the yeah, assistants and find out he's, he's he's done it he's done it he's really he's really clever he's one step ahead of us yeah goodness <laughs> so i believe the narrator is uh uh mitch Pileggi, i believe is how it's pronounced yes and um he's been in various things kind of a character actor mm. yeah yeah big big shows i, I know him apparently. from like supernatural Oh, right. oh, okay. okay. Well, I, know, yeah. I know him from Supernatural. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so glad we're talking about the narration. There's, got, there's some of it I don't condone, which I think you must be aware of. The horniness. It's the way horniness. too horny. Way the too lecturous. horny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just like, dude, just take it down a notch, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> There's one bit in particular, watch this episode, it was one of the later ones. It's episode seven, the playlist on YouTube. Um I think that's yeah, part of the revival series. I yeah. think there's only four from the original series. Yeah, exactly. So this is yeah, one of the later ones in the two thousands. 
Um, and the, the trick is there's this like door in the middle of the stage and the magician is walking yeah. through it. You know the one? Yeah. And the camera yeah. is sort of spinning around continuously in one, one shot. So it was really cool. I was like, how's he doing it? He opens the door. He walks through it. He's gone. He opens it again. There's a lovely assistance there. And then there's more and more and more. And just the, the comments just kept coming to him. He's like, oh, I like this door. Um, I'll take it home. I think I like this trick. Oh, two more have joined the party. Where can I get these doors from my house? And then there's a bit towards the end where the, so basically the trick is the camera angle is hiding them at various points. So they've got to run really fast to get into position in the split second or split few seconds where the camera can't catch them. And the, the assistant is running to get into place and they've got like a hidden camera behind and they like, they do it again, like, like freeze frame it and then go, oh, let's slow it down and watch it again. Yeah. For the obvious reasons, just because it's like a lady <laughs> running, running in a skimpy outfit. Oh goodness. Not on. Well, yeah, look, agreed. It, it wasn't as bad in the original series. No. Um, I don't think I really noticed it in the first episode. There's a few things, but kind of gradually, it's, it gets more sexed up, yeah. doesn't it? As a as the show goes on, even their outfits, like they're they're pretty skimpy in the original uh, episodes, but by the time we get to the later like revival, they're basically in in lingerie. So <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm not I wouldn't defend it at all, but it does kind of it's a different time. But it feeds into this weird vibe we've sort of been let into the secret society and it is a bit gross in a way. It it, it adds to that. Yeah. I don't think I like it, but I don't like it, but yeah. <laughs> no, nah, good on you. Yeah, a bit, yeah. bit lecherous. A bit yeah, lecherous, indeed. but still. I, I do like his uh, overall gravitas. Mm. The old narrator, yeah. Mitch Pelleggi. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I just love... It's just such a... It's just such a creepy opening, the intro too. Like it's just him in the mm. darkness, middle of nowhere, in front of this dirty warehouse, with this score just backing him. Yep. This like creepy fucking horror movie score. And he's just basically telling us, Oh, these secrets are gonna be revealed tonight. And I love in episode two, he's basically like, Magicians are mad and the orders to stop. Well guess what? We're gonna do it again anyway. <laughs> we don't care. I watched a bit of that episode actually over dinner just now. Um, it, it it's kind of like world building. It's like there's the show you're yeah. watching, but then there's the the outside world where they're coming to get him, and so that makes it even more exciting that we're watching this. Um, but then yeah. <laughs> and then and then the actual show is just like regular tricks that <laughs> quite quite simply and and effectively show you how they do it. It's kind of it's. Like the more you watch, the more you get it, and you start looking out for you. Like, oh, I can tell that's where the the wire is, or whatever. And that's fine, but it, it it's a lot done with the narration and the intros. It makes you feel like this is something really, really wild happening right now. Yeah, well, a lot of uh, well, secret compartments and stuff. Yeah, well, a lot of that is the answer to a lot of tricks, <laughs> and a bit of sleight of hand, is which is cool. Yeah, 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 but it's the the ones that were different. That really got me. Like there was mm. one with like, um, he had like these two really high set little boxes, and he was going to teleport him and, and his assistant. Mm -hmm. He's going to teleport his assistant, and the trick is that it's twins. Yeah. 
And I, I didn't even think of that. I was just like, oh, of course it's twins. Yeah. And one just hides underneath, and yeah. one's already hiding underneath the other one. And when the curtain raises, they just pop up and drop down at the same time. Brilliant. Brilliant stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. And I think there's a comment about, I thought twins are only good for car washes or something like that. Uh, it, was, it was weird. Something it was like that, yeah. Obviously, a t- it was a topical joke for the time. I think he's like, um, and you thought that twins are only... Good for like gum commercials. Oh right, okay. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Look at you, just assuming he's being sexist <laughs> and lecherous when okay. he's not. So, How dare you? Look, I did watch that dinner, so maybe I missed the the comment, but I knew it was a comment. You know. Um, <sighs> you're on. You're on. And like that is the point of having the beautiful woman there is to distract you, and she's doing a little dance or something, and it is mm-hmm. that's part of the trick. So I'm not saying that's not part of it, but. The comments go a bit too far at times. Um, do, you, do you like, I mean, obviously you like being let in on the secret, but does it take away from the magic of the magic, if once you know? No, I don't think so, really. Okay. I'm wowed the first time, but if I see it over and over again, mm. I won't really care, so I might as well know how it's done. Yeah. I think I've been a bit, um, bit broken by this show and the fact that if I watch another show... With the, no, with no, with the with the magic trick, I want to know how it's done straight away, and I'm just that's all I'm focused on. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, you, you've been conditioned at a young age that you'll get the answer straight away. Yeah. And so I've watched a few things okay. like the Darren Brown or whatever. He's a UK guy, does some stuff. Um, mm. And I've seen a bit of like Penn and Teller, Fool Us. It's pretty fun. Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't watched much Penn and Teller. I've watched a bit of David Blaine. Okay, right. Um, yeah, Penn and Teller was like, I mean, like, and America's got talent or Australian Idol sort of thing where they get magicians on to do tricks. And then the whole idea was, yes, yeah. yeah, like, um, if you were able to fill them, you would win money or whatever it was. Um, and then, yeah, that was, that was cool, but you don't always find out the answer. So I, I'm on like a weird magic forum afterwards trying to find out how they did it. Um, <laughs> One thing I noticed in this, they, they kind of make a few comments about it in the, in the narration. It's like, the magician does this, and the magician does this, and he's filled you. Like, most of the time, it's the assistant, like, getting into a really small spot or contorting their body or something, yeah. right? They're doing most of the work, aren't they? And he's just out there waving his hands around. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a fair point. Yeah, they're always crawling into tight spaces and bloody bending 90 degrees with the hips and everything. Yeah. Crazy stuff. And old mate narrator's like, this is why we, you don't see many overweight assistants. I mean, like, yeah, but you have to point okay. that out, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. of that saying, right? Because of that saying. Um, another show, I mentioned on here before, I don't think you remembered or knew about the show called Jonathan Creek. I loved that when I was a kid. It's a mystery show. He's like yeah. a, a he's a amateur detective, reluctant detective often. Um, but his main job for most of the series is designing magic tricks, and so he often sort of reveals right. them. He has a magician who does the tricks, but he doesn't. He's not a he just designs them. Sort of he's like a bit of a nerd in the background. Um, sure. So I think watching these two shows as a kid like a lot kind of yeah worked into my brain somehow. All this magician stuff. That said, I don't like go out of my way to watch magician shows or anything. So I think it just sort of, I mean, I'll, if I see it, I'll watch it, but I'm not going to seek it out, I guess. 
No, it, it finds you, Lonnie. It finds you. Indeed, yeah. But Lonnie, did you watch episode four of the original series? No, I didn't. But I did a little bit of Googling and I think I found out what, what happened there. But can you talk me through it, please? Well, Lonnie, this episode, the end of this special, after two years and four specials, the masked magician finally reveals himself. And it's just like a normal Las Vegas magician, oh. Val Valentino. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is kind of what he's famous for, is doing this. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> it's, not really, it's not really an enticing reveal, to be honest. I mean... Like, I don't know what everyone thought at the time. Especially as a kid. It's not like it was Houdini back from the dead or anything like that. Well, as a kid in Australia, we wouldn't have known any magicians. So when it's revealed to someone, we're like, oh, okay. Didn't know who I thought it was going to be, but it's a guy. Cool. (laughs) Just some dude. (laughs) Did he he face some some troubles, though, for doing this? Well, yeah, he he did. Apparently, he apparently got sued a couple of times, I believe. That's a big thing. um, I've read about that or heard about that. Because you can't trademark tricks, so yeah, it's a bit of trouble. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. It's kind of kind of a murky area, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, it didn't stop him from trying, I guess. Mm. But apparently, he one of the main reasons or one of his stipulations for doing the show is that he was only going to use older tricks that people don't really use anymore. Right. So because he didn't want to really ruin anyone's current acts. Yeah, love so it he now. Mm. Tried his best. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's that gray... He gives really good reasons. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I was just saying, it's that grey area because it's not like a, like a movie or a play or something where you can get it copyrighted. Someone else could theoretically work out your magic trick and then do it again because it's, for whatever reason, it's, I guess, because it's hidden. And I guess because, yeah, it's secret how you do it. So if someone works out how to do it, they do it themselves. Like, it's their version of it. Unlike the book, yeah. which is the same book. Yeah, sorry. Weird. No, no, that's all mm. right. I, it's, it was really cool because at the end of the episode, he gives like really good reasons yep. as to why he did the show. He talks about how like when he was thirteen, um, he first like went around all different schools doing magic tricks, and he actually showed the kids how to do the magic tricks afterwards. Mm. So this whole like performing magic tricks and then showing you how to do it to get your interest in it, it's like been with him his whole life. Right, which is pretty cool. And and like we found, knowing how it was done doesn't take away. Any of the joy for us, we liked both ways. So, and obviously, he found that as a kid. Yeah, 
Yeah, agreed. And he also did it because he he felt like magic was just kind of being forgotten about in the late 90s. Yeah. He said that like movies and video games are kind of overtaking Mm. the entertainment industry. And he did it to kind of get people talking about magic again, which worked. This is is a pretty big hit show, to be honest. I think I read that it was the biggest special on Fox up to that point. Yeah, wow. Yeah, absolutely. After that first special, people were water cooler talking the next day. I'll tell you what. (laughs) And he's there, like, shaking up the industry. I guess someone's got to do it every now and then, hey? I know. Do you think he he kept silence, or did he... You think people are like, oh, did you see this like masked magician on TV? And it's like, mm, yeah, yes, I did. He's uh, pretty cool, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I wonder who it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, um, people who knew his act kind of figured out straight away from like his mannerisms and mm. how he performed with his hands. Isn't and everything. that interesting? Yeah, they could work it out even behind the mask. I know, I know. Mm. But also, maybe they just said that afterwards to kind of get some credit. You know? Yeah, that, that, that's also possible, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I knew it was bloody Val the whole time. The way he waved his hands when he yeah. did the bloody rabbit out of the hat. Well, how could you not know it was him? Come on. You didn't know? Jeez, God, you don't know your magic, <laughs> do you? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, yeah, he kind of followed up with his reasoning as to why he did mm. it. He did, like, a, a Reddit Ask Me Anything All a couple right. years ago. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I looked into it. There's a lot of people giving shit on there. No. <laughs> Most of the questions. Yeah. I know. It's a bit rude. <laughs> yeah, I know. No good. Um, but one of the ones was just genuinely asking why he did it. Mm. And here's a quote. The main reason I did the program was to get magicians talking about the future of the magical arts as the internet was about to change everything, as it has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Magicians had become complacent and were not prepared for any changes that were to come. The program seemed to be the place to shake things up and get magicians talking. Sure, I took some flack, but it was all for a good cause to get magicians talking. Yeah, no, that's totally right. I didn't think of that, but before the internet, if you see a magic show... On TV or even Las Vegas or whatever, and you want to figure out how it's done. Where do you turn to? Who do you talk to? Ask your friends who are also there. They probably don't know. But the internet offers that. It'll be out there. Someone will be talking about it straight away. Yeah, like I like I found out. Yeah. That's wise. Nah, good on him, I reckon. Mm. Um, I think he got uh, diagnosed with prostate cancer, I think, in 2017. Apparently he was only given a year to live, but he's he's still going. He's fighting the good fight, so good for him. Oh, that's good awesome. for Val. Yeah, cool. Now, Lonnie, mm. there was a revival done for this particular series, two thousand eight to two thousand and nine, mm-hmm. and we watched a few episodes of it. I didn't like it very much. <laughs> no, the, the magic isn't quite there. Just didn't mean that pun, but like. you know what I mean, right? It like. wasn't... Something was a bit off about it. It lost its cool vibe, I think. Kind of had a bit of a dorky vibe, to be honest. Yeah. Like, considered, like, the really dark and grungy warehouse is kind of really brightly lit mm-hmm. and had, like, different coloured spotlights instead of just normal ones. It had, like, red and yellow and purple and... Yeah. Kind of make, like, a bright fun kids show run like this dark and serious show and 
Also, you mentioned before, Mitch Pledgy, his narration has gotten terrible. <laughs> so lecherous. He's also giving the masked magician shit a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, he's always talking shit about him. The ones I watched, he yeah. did. Yeah. Um, he's just like being rude and like, like not taking him seriously. No good. There's a bit of up-tempo music and also the narration's a bit more mm. up-tempo. And I, I'm guessing in an attempt to be more fun, but actually it, it took away from the fun of the original series. So, Agreed. Agreed. Um, one thing lost I'm... its mojo, baby. <laughs> well, it's terrible when it happens. The other thing I, I noticed, like stylistically, um, across the original and the revival, um, but mainly in the original, I think, like the show kind of reminded me of sports coverage. So stay with me. When you're watching sports, right, often when there's like a try or a goal or something, they'll go back and they'll do instant live replay um, analysis. It's like, let's watch that yeah. again from another angle. That happens in sports coverage. And even like, let's draw on the screen with the like with our finger and then, then we have like an arrow pointing here and a circle here and stuff, um, like you do in sports coverage. Um so I, I must have been a... Not good. Well, I think it was, it was kind of an merging of those things which I wouldn't have picked up on as a kid, you know? Yeah, okay. Well, we'll see where you're coming from. Mm. Yeah, just not as good. And plus, it's too long. 13 episodes. And plus, all the iconic tricks. They're already done. They're done. Those original four apps. Yeah. At, at a certain point, it's almost like they're making up tricks just to show them how they're done. <laughs> I think they started doing that in the fourth episode where he revealed his um All right. his identity. I'm pretty sure at the start, Mitch Pledgey's like he's made up some really dangerous tricks mm. and he's going to reveal his identity at the end. I'm like, okay. fuck me, you already gone through all the iconic tricks already? <laughs> Jesus. No, it, it, it's, it is interesting. The, trying to be sexier and trying to be um, more adventurous and chasing that dollar seemed to kind of... It's, Lost its soul, you might say. But still, I mean, the core Agreed. element is still there. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't, th I don't think I could find out who you, the magician was in that series. I think that's still unknown. Really? So it wasn't. I would have said it was, it was Val Valentino. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Mm. So I think that's a cowardly move. Val revealed his identity. Mm. He wasn't scared of being blackballed from the magic community. Well, again, it feels a bit a bit cheaper, and doesn't like like gun for hire. Some someone who didn't really believe in the cause, like like Val did in those first ah, four. Exactly. Mm. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, no good. But if you want to watch those four, first four episodes, they're on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I think it's the only place to watch them. I can't find them on any streaming platforms anywhere. The Magic community might have had them banned from everywhere. Who knows? I'm pretty sure I watched a couple of them on Netflix back in the day for a while. But yeah, they're on YouTube, so we'll link them in our show notes. Yeah, no, I checked Netflix. So they're not there anymore. Yeah. I mean, what like a couple of years ago, I saw them. There. I was like, oh my God, this is the show from my childhood. <laughs> so it was good. It was a good time. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. But now, get amongst those. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of getting amongst things, Lonnie. Oh, yeah, you got another one, have you? Oh, of course, mate. Of course, of okay. course. What are you getting amongst? It's a quick one. Okay. Just, 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 just a little meme video that popped up into my world again. I watched it years ago. I sent it to you the other day. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
Everyone on YouTube, get amongst Ryan Lockwood, Streets Agent 112. It's just this video. <laughs> this guy speed running this level on GoldenEye on the N64. And it is the most intense, inspirational thing I've ever heard. I watched it years ago. It's fucking great. It's amazing. And popped up into my world. Someone mentioned it on another video I was watching. I was like, oh, God, I remember that video. I'm going to watch it again. Give it a watch. It's like two and a half minutes. It's great. It's good stuff. It's all these things, they come back into your life, Dylan. Come back into your orbit eventually, don't I they? I know. Mm. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> come on, dear. When are you in the socials? We are on socials, Dylan. And I think by the time this episode goes out, Twitter might not exist. And maybe Twitter's Ooh. downfall is because we haven't been posting on there much anymore. So if that's our fault, we'll take the credit, I guess. Yeah, don't don't blame Elon. It's us people. It's Sorry us. Not that. not the crazy guy who bought it for forty four billion dollars or whatever. Yeah. And then a set what is of, happening over there. Lenny? It's very weird, isn't it? I just don't understand it. Just so why why is it not gonna be there? Because he's fired everybody. It's it's just <laughs> what? Fired but most of the staff. And then he yeah. Why? I don't know, he's a very weird guy. Very weird I mean, sure, whatever. <laughs> We're on Facebook and Insta, which are run by not weird people. I mean, they are, aren't they? They all are. Well, but that's they are very much so. Yeah, it's all about the bloody metaverse. I don't get it. I don't get it, Dylan. I I get podcasts, and movies, and TV shows and stuff. Well, hello. Okay, so well, it's a good thing you get podcasts, Lonnie, because mm-hmm. you can get this podcast. On every podcast platform you can imagine. Absolutely. We recommend you do that. And back catalogue, growing by the day. I've got another podcast called I Only Like You in Movies, which has Chris uh, has Christmas episodes. <laughs> in other episodes as well. Hello. <laughs> We're talking about a Christmas episode for the Christina year. Christina Ritchie on your mind, mate. Well, Christ- oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Christmas, and right. also we've got a mini series, mega series about Christina Ritchie on this, cha- on this channel. So, bloody hell. This is a long outro today. <laughs> Thanks, Mark, for the theme song. Um, anything else you want to say? Good? Mark the man. Okay. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. Goodness. Yeah, it's good. Good episode. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.